Hello everybody, I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. back to Action Action on the BFOP Network. My name is John, and this is the podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on our list of the greatest action movies of all time. Uh, this week, we have a Patreon pick from Wes. Uh, it's a fan favorite. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger, another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. It's 1982's Conan the Barbarian. Uh, we'll get into that in a second, but let me introduce the co-hosts. Uh, hello, James. Yeah, hello. And hello, Dustin. Hello. What's going on with you guys? Hello. Hello. Hello Hello today. Hello. Hello, friendos. Friendos. Call it, friendo. Uh, Hi, John. Hey, guys. Oh, hi. Hey, John. (laughs) Hey. What's going on? So, nothing. (laughs) The province is burning down around us. Oh, okay. We're all heading to, we're all going to die of COVID. Yeah. Except for Dustin, because he's got the vaccination already. Yep. He got the vaccination to go along with his senior living. <laughs> well, he's he's going to get those blood clots, though. Uh, AstraZeneca. Did you get the AstraZeneca? No, no. I, I believe I had the Pfizer. Oh, Pfizer. See, I don't think I would even ask. Living that Pfizer life. I want the no, Johnson they, they and Johnson. Told me they, I didn't ask. They told me. Oh. You want the Johnson and Johnson? You want the asbestos-filled one? Sure. There's asbestos John, in it? John loves being filled with Johnson. No, Johnson and Johnson, like up until like the early two thousands, they knew they had asbestos in the baby powder that they produced. Oh, they probably they got it from that mine in in uh, Quebec. In Quebec. Oh yeah. Yeah, but is there any proof that asbestos is bad for babies? I mean, come on. No, <laughs> just the mothers. I think. I remember when uh, when they were shutting down that asbestos mine, and there's these fucking people on TV. And they're like, "What are we gonna do?" Where are we going to work? And it's like, it's I don't like know. 200 jobs. Figure it out. It's, it's fucking, it's 2011. Fucking build a computer or something. I don't know. Oh, you definitely need asbestos for that. I mean, Bitcoins. Computers are hard, John. You guys, you guys are on those NF, NFTs? Um, no. No? Dustin, you got, the, you got, buy any NFTs, invest in top shelf or anything? No. Don't, don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So fun, fun talking to you, Dustin. <laughs> Always yeah. good to catch up. Always good. Great. I'm sorry, we'd like to talk about something from the 1980s, possibly uh, an sure. ACDC album. Ooh, yeah, which one? <laughs> uh, I don't. I honestly couldn't tell you. <laughs> Thunderstruck. <laughs> That's a song. That's uh, a song. Back in Black. There you go. There hey, that's go. a big one. One of the biggest albums and selling right. albums of all time. Don't you okay. cut me off now that you got me talking about ACDs. <laughs> okay, so before we get into uh, Conan the Barbarian, uh, do you have anything that you want to sink or, what is it? Seek or destroy, Seek Dustin? Seek or destroy. I think we need to, uh, if you guys better have a better... Th- you better put that theme song in every time, James, because... Uh... Yeah! 
Uh, well, I got... Uh, I don't know if I'd call this a seek or a destroy. Your mileage may vary. I watched that new Godzilla vs. Kong movie the other day. Uh, I heard they go balls out. <laughs> yeah, Godzilla whips them out. <laughs> smacks them down on the table. Yeah, I got mixed feelings on this. I mean... The, all the human stuff, once again, with all, as with all these modern kaiju movies, just sucks. I mean, they get a bunch of great mm-hmm. actors in there, but like, it's just terribly written shit that you just don't care about at all. And you're just looking at your fucking watch, like hoping that this part's going to end so you can see a monster. Hey, kick no, some Dustin, ass. We're, Dustin, we're not talking about Conan the Barbarian yet. We're, we're still talking <laughs> about. Sea- oh, <laughs> ouch. Aye. Ouch. That one was for James. Uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I was thinking it. I was definitely I was thinking. thinking it. Uh, but the monster fights in this movie are pretty fucking awesome. So I would suggest put it on and then just like fast forward and watch all the monster fights and skip Ooh, all like the plot a little, shit. A little Donald Trump. I call that the old Trump. <laughs> it's the old Trump fashion. Yeah, it's, it's where you get your fucking child to fast forward. <laughs> it's all the fighting parts. Yeah, so should we wait for the Trump cut? To come out yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, wait for the Trump cut. It's going to be, okay. instead of like, you know, the Snyder cut's like four hours. The Trump cut's like one hour. 45 minutes. <laughs> no, no. You're telling me you can't cut that down to like, I don't know, probably, 10 minutes yeah, no, of fighting? It's probably 35, 40 minutes. I mean, there, okay. there are some, there's a good amount of fights and the fights are actually really entertaining and they look really cool. It's just mm-hmm. all the other shit is just like, kill me. Like, it's fucking terrible. Yeah. So I probably won't watch it then, I guess. That's why I'm telling you. Yes, just you watch are. the fucking fights. That's it. So, James, you're going to watch it. I, I don't <laughs> It's going to so. be on Netflix in like a year or two. <laughs> Throw it on. See, this this is the best thing about Netflix and like all of these things. When they recommend a movie, I'm like, all right, let's go. Even when it's bad, I'm like, I still like, oh, you think I would like this? Okay, sure. Thanks, Netflix. Thanks for suggesting this. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see in my uh, <laughs> when I when I have my turn here. Okay. Uh, and then the other thing I watched, I went back and I watched fucking What About Bob because I haven't seen that in oh years, nice years. And you know, as a kid, for some reason, I never got into What About Bob, even though I liked Bill Murray so much. I think I only saw it one time, and for some reason, I just I think it's because he's not snarky in it. You know, like his whole thing was being a dick. Right. A dick. I don't know. This is actually really funny to me rewatching it, like especially the way that it ends, because I won't go into. I won't spoil this. You won't spoil this, it? This Come like on. 30 plus year old movie. But I think you can spoil it. Okay, well, at the end, you know, you you think, I was thinking, like, I couldn't remember how it ended. And I was thinking, oh, Richard Dreyfus, he's going to come around and he's going to realize he's been acting like an asshole. And, uh-huh. you know, him and Bob will have made each other better people by the end of the movie. But that's not how the movie ends. The movie ends with Richard Dreyfus literally tries to murder Bob, fails. Yeah goes insane and goes into like a catatonic state which he only emerges from when he witnesses bob marry his sister and then the movie just goes off and is like and then bob became a psychologist and he wrote a book about like death therapy which was like a thing that richard dreyfus does to him in was. The movie. and then it, then it says and then he sued him bob for the for the rights or whatever to that type of therapy and that's the end of the movie and i just thought that was a really funny way to go out because yeah, it's just like you think there's going to be some kind of like heartwarming sort of thing, but they're like, nah. Yeah. He never comes around. I think that movie's hilarious. It still stands up, I think. It's pretty good. I'm going to have to watch it now. I'm going to have to watch it this weekend. Yeah, there's some good stuff, too, between Bill Murray and the, the kid, like Richard Dreyfuss's son and stuff. Like, it's, what, it's pretty What is funny. that? 90s? Like, what, 97? 91. What? 91. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. 91. I enjoyed that, that rewatch. What about you, James? What have you been watching? Oh, man. So much stuff. Uh, I decided that uh, I haven't gotten rid of cable yet, but I think I'm going to because fuck cable. I don't want to <laughs> see anything on cable. I, you know, I got my Netflixes, my Prime. I got my Tubi. I'm good. You're set. Good to go. I'm set. I watched uh, It Man. Oh, nice. So I never seen it before. And it's on Netflix. The whole series is on Netflix. Yeah, they're all in there. Yeah. Never seen it before. And I watched the first one and I'm like, holy fuck. <laughs> this is so good. Donnie Yen. Yeah. And I'm like, why aren't people talking about this? <laughs> well, I think they were when it came out like 10 years <laughs> ago or whatever. Oh, oh I know. I know. <laughs> and so then I watched the second one and I was even more amazed. 
Yeah. I'm like, these are good fucking movies. Yeah. So pretty, pretty good modern kung fu flicks. I haven't, I haven't watched. I think I've only seen the first two. I don't think I've watched past that. Yeah. There's the third one has Mike Tyson, and the fourth one has. <laughs> uh, what is it, Scott Atkins? Oh yeah, okay. Oh hey. yeah, Atkins. I bowed out after the second one. Oh okay, and apparently there's like a spinoff one. So I don't know. Somebody was messaging me on Instagram, so I'll have to check that out. So I was really into those, and I don't know those movies. They made me feel something I haven't felt in cinema in a while. I you know I I had emotion. Wow. I could I could follow the storyline. I felt like. This is all about the love story between him and his wife. And it's amazing. Wait, you hate that kind of shit. I know. <laughs> I know, Dustin. So I recommend, I say you seek out it, man. I, I know I'm like 10 years behind, but like you should watch it if you haven't watched it. Uh, so other than that, I also watched uh, Millionaire Express, which... Late, late 80s, I'm going to guess. Yeah, so it's from 1986. On the like the posters and stuff, it shows uh, Cynthia Rothrock on there. And you think she would be in it more, but she's only actually in it for like, I think, five minutes, ten minutes. There's like oh, a okay. fight at the end. She has a small part. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but that's a Sam O'Hung movie, right? It's a Sam O'Hung movie, which he is, he is awesome yeah. in it. It's like the most agile fat guy ever. <laughs> oh, getting into all these kung fu movies is like sending me down like this amazing rabbit hole of like oh my god like what is this and what is this like i need to watch that so so it's been good it's been fun nice so on the flip side of that destroy uh for some reason to be uh recommended to me that i watch snake eater three snake his eater three? you didn't watch the you didn't start out with snake eater one no no so, no no i went no. I, I went right to three it's got bam bam bigelow in it oh shit yeah uh i tell you that it that movie is something now is lorenzo lamas in the third one i believe he's the star oh, yeah. of the first couple yeah 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 he's still in it wow so I'm hoping to God that the first two are better than the third one. I mean, the third one is insane. Like, it's <laughs> ridiculous. The storyline is, like, so ridiculous. But um, it's not a good movie at all. But did you but, have fun watching it? You know, it's only, like, an hour and a half long, and I was, like, I kept pausing it to be, like, what? We're only, like, 30 minutes into this fucking movie? <laughs> oh, so probably not. You didn't have a good time then. No, I mean, you, you do get to see Bam Bam Bigelow uh, get electrocuted by taking a piss. All right, well, so. I'm going to have to put that on my watch list. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Bam yeah. Bam, so. Does Bam Bam Bigelow do like a cartwheel at any point? Because that would really do it for me. <laughs> he doesn't, actually. There's a, there's a point where it looks like they're going to fight, but they don't actually fight. I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't more with him. No, that's too bad. Anyways. I had a busy week. Right. Yeah, you've been watching so many movies lately, James. You're watching yeah, a lot more yeah, than I, me. Well, more than me. Well, the <laughs> the the whole uh, kung fu thing has just I, I don't know what it is. I'm just like next, next. You know, like just keep watching as many as possible. So well, that's good. It's been good. I'm glad you found something that you like. Uh, I'll be quick. I've been watching baseball. It's been good. <laughs> kind of fun. Baseball. Springer's injured though. Yeah. Well. I'm watching. I'm watching the flow. The flow. Oh yeah. Uh, shit. I finished a show. We have, I've been watching um, the leftovers. I think it is cracked my top five favorite shows of all time. Wow. Possibly. Pretty amazing. It's a pretty great show. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. Yeah. I might watch that last episode again. The I mean, last... it's also kind of a heavy show. Like it's a lot of grief. Yeah, but it's. I mean, as far as uh, high quality content goes, I, I don't know. There's few shows that are as good and as weird and <laughs> genre bending. Um, it's pretty incredible. It's a great, great show. Highly recommend. Well, plus, it's only three seasons, so you don't have to fucking wade it's through like years not and years and years of shit. Yeah, it's not even three seasons. It's it's like 28 episodes, right? It's yeah. it's like 10, 10, and 8. So, yeah. Anyway, watch The Leftovers. It's really great. I have nothing. I should destroy something someday, but I destroy. Um, you always want us to come in with destroys. Then you got yeah. nothing. 
You got to watch more shit. Yeah, I don't have time. <laughs> I need to make some time to watch some bad stuff. I, I vow that I will watch something terrible other than whatever movie we're watching next. <laughs> well, stop watching TV shows start and, yeah. and start watching movies. Okay. All right. I mean, how long is The Leftovers? Each, Each episode. An hour. An hour. So that's well, 20, how many that's movies? Hours. How many fucking movies could you watch? My wife, approximately fourteen. <laughs> okay. God damn it! Enough about what I'm watching. Let's get to the movie we watched this week. This week, like I said, we watched Conan the Barbarian, 1982. Handpicked hand by Wes. Handpicked by Wes. Is there a trailer that's worth watching, James? I have no idea. Let's, Let's figure try it. it. Let's try it out. If not, Let's go to the trailer. There'll just be some music. Slave. Barbarian. Warrior. Thief. Conan. They said you'd come. A man of great strength. Conqueror. One who could crush the snakes of the earth. Out of an age undreamed of comes the most incredible adventurer of all. The man they call Conan. The Barbarian. 1982's Conan the Barbarian. All right, let's read a synopsis here. Uh, a young boy, Conan... Damn it! <laughs> a young boy, Conan, becomes a slave after his parents are killed and tribe destroyed by a savage warlord and sorcerer, Thulsa Doom. Uh, when he grows up, he becomes a fearless, invincible fighter. Set free, he plots revenge against Thulsa Doom. That sums it up. I mean, there's about an hour and a half of uh, invincible. But there's about an hour and a half of boring shit in the middle. No, <laughs> we'll get into it. I'm just, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be on James's squad here. I think. Yeah, I mean, oh, I there's a lot. I expected of, it going in. There's a lot of pointless shit in there. I actually, I, I actually enjoyed Hard it. Hard disagree. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed it. I was like, it was. I never watched like I don't know. Is this a fantasy movie? Adventure, yeah, sword, sword and sorcery. Yeah, I never watched movies like this, so it was kind of fun to like dip into that. Yeah, it's a different flavor that you don't. Yeah, it's totally good, but it was just a little bit. I don't like this flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's get right into the movie. Dustin, you know this movie the best. Why don't you like kind of break it down? How many times have you Uh, seen this movie, Dustin? uh, A handful, a few, at least. How many times have you jerked off to this movie? <laughs> well, none yet, but you know, I'm not. I wouldn't what? count it out yet. What? Um, I feel like you missed. So I got your... one up on you. I got one up on you then. <laughs> okay. Uh, interesting. Be, tell me which scene later on when we get to it. <laughs> uh, so we start out. Conan is a kid. His dad is telling him about how like the only thing you can trust in the in the world in life is your sword your steel people are untrustworthy animals you can't trust beasts whatever so um so we see him getting a little bit of that growing up stuff and then not too far in the this cult led by Thalsa doom played by uh played awesomely i think by james earl jones in the movie uh they come and they like slaughter his his tribe of people the sumerians and they kill his dad his dad gets torn apart by fucking dogs and shit and then uh mm-hmm. armored dogs no less his mom gets decapitated apparently there was in the original cut they had that you actually saw her head get chopped off but uh producers thought that was too grody yeah. oh yeah no the rape was fine the the cutting off a person's head though it's mm-hmm. a bridge too far yeah and so then we get uh conan they take they enslave him and he like Grows up basically pushing the the wheel thing around in a circle. What does that wheel do? Is it like grilling some grain? I'm guessing some grain it's or milling some grain, or it's like pulling something up, like water or something. Yeah. So they all start as kids, and he's the only one left because they all die. I um, had, I I didn't think that, but that makes sense. I thought more that all the other people grew up to go on and do other jobs, and he just did this. <laughs> They're like, he's stupid. Just leave him on the wheel. But I think that you're right, James. <laughs> yours make yours is a better one. 
Yeah, no, I think that's a, a good take because then, you know, then it gives us the idea like, oh, well, Conan is just so tough. Like, he survived all these years of being a slave and the other ones probably didn't, right? But there was never a time where he tried to attack somebody and escape? Yeah, so that's a big part I have with escape. First of all, I will say this. I kept forgetting that this was Conan and not Hercules at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? He's like, his dad's a god. Who's this guy? And then I slowly realized, and I was like, who's this woman? But You were getting your, your mythology. Well, I mean, Hercules is from actual mythology. Yeah, no Con- shit. Conan is Who do you think you're talking made, to? Made up <laughs> stories. I mean, come on. Hercules was real. <laughs> anyway... So, but then I was like, why doesn't this fucking idiot just like beat everybody up and just like dip? Yeah. Just well, I think what we're supposed to think in the early part is that, you know, he was a kid when he was taken and then he's just grown up being a slave. So he's not necessarily all that savvy at fighting, but then they start training him to go into those. Once they sell him to that other guy, then he starts training and going in those like gladiator fights and stuff. I still thought he could have just crushed somebody's face. Well, he is Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking huge. Like, <laughs> Like, how much does he have to eat? At some point... That's what I was these, thinking. At some point, these these guys that, you know, own him as a slave, that all he does is push a wheel around, must think, okay, this motherfucker eats like a cow yeah. Do every they, two days. I wonder what the economics okay. of, like, him, no, they're just him doing that are. Same as all the other slaves. <laughs> He's just a genetic freak. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, it's a purely grain based diet. These guys got no protein. He's just he's Conan, so he's he's just fucking. Yeah. You know, like he's, he's probably that guy would probably eat like five fucking chickens a day. Have you seen what the Rock oh, eats? Yeah. Like fucking weirdo, his white fish, <laughs> his his cheat days with eighteen fucking pizzas and oh, you know, man. yeah, I mean, ten kilos uh, of sushi. There was um, you know. In my past, I did some missionary shit, and I traveled with these guys that were like, they put, put on these Christian Loser. shows. <laughs> they put on these like Christian shows where they'd have like these muscle muscle guys that would like rip phone books in half and like pull a bus oh, with their yeah, teeth yeah. and oh. shit like this. I so thought Dustin was going to talk guys, about minstrel shows. One of those dudes was a Tongan guy that, and so I was traveling with these guys for a few months, and he would eat like a whole chicken for breakfast, whole chicken for lunch, whole chicken for dinner, and then he'd have another whole chicken at some point during the day. And uh, I was in India with them, and he he bought himself like a huge bucket of KFC chicken, and I went to try to take a piece, and he was like, "Nah, man, like <laughs> you got to get your own fucking chicken." <laughs> where's the oh, Christian? Wow. Where's okay. the Christian spirit? Yeah, where's that Christian side hug? Yeah. Well, I mean, that doesn't help him keep his muscles up, you know? Just pray well, about it. God could do that. Yeah. If you give me a Christian side hug, he's just not going to give me a piece of chicken to go with G- it. Give me a fucking, give me a thigh, bitch. You know, teach a man to buy his own KFC, something like that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> right. Okay. Long story short. So Dustin. They eat a lot yeah. of chicken. A lot of chicken. A lot of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so he, uh, I, I think that I think that the reason that James and I are thinking about how much this guy eats is because it's kind of nice world building, but it is it, it is kind of boring at a lot of times throughout the movie, where it just is like we could trim we could trim this down. Well, what it does is it actually gives me time to think about the world that he lives in, <laughs> and the the gaps of like okay, well. All this guy does is push the wheel. How much is he eating? It's a good workout. <laughs> yeah, actually, okay. it's probably not a good workout. I mean, it's only it's really, really working like it's good just for your arms and your legs. <laughs> I mean, his cardio is probably awesome. Oh, he's through the roof, man. <laughs> that guy's running. But, a, that guy's running across his concentration camp, and fucking not out of breath. He can just talk to you right away. Like he just. I actually think the only way he travels through the movie is running. <laughs> uh, well, he's on a horse and on a, and he's on a camel at one point. No, I know, but like I don't think he really walks usually. Yeah, like he's when not much of a walker. When he's with his sidekick, whatever that guy's name is, mm-hmm. they they're like traveling in the desert and they just start running for no reason. <laughs> That's how they travel, I guess. <laughs> well, otherwise, you don't wanna, you don't want to like linger in the desert. You know, you got to get through that quickly. <laughs> so yeah, so he gets sold to this guy, I guess. May, like breeds him with some other like top tier right finest stock I think they say something like that women yeah and then he rapes her 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's funny because at first it seems like he's going to be sort of chivalrous. Like they throw her into the cage with him and like, you know, she's got no top on or whatever. And then he comes over and he like puts his cloak around her like, oh, have, here, here's for your modesty. Now come on over here to my bed, <laughs> basically. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's a barbarian. He's not a he's not a woke uh, millennial. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll give him a pass. He's a barbarian. He's not I a mean, woke I mean, millennial. It was a different time. <laughs> yeah. Eating that avocado toast. You, you, just, you took what you wanted, you know? <laughs> No, he didn't take anything. He was given. <laughs> he, was, he was given it, yeah. And there was all these people case. watching. Yeah, now that was the... They're all just like, let's watch. It's like, you know, when you want your horses to breed or something, and you're just going to make sure they're going to do it right. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> when you want your horses what? to breed? What? what? You never watched horses fuck, man? What's wrong with you? I've never, <laughs> I've never had horses, let alone horses to breed. When you let alone horses to watch fuck. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, I mean, you know when I you're like I feel a little bit when you're at, here at this when point. you're at your when you're at your uh, your weekend estate with the horses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's some good technique. Like why? Yeah, I mean, I guess you know in these barbarian times you're pretty bored, so you just watch. Uh, that makes sense. The They're fuck. probably just bored. I mean, there's probably no yeah. hangings that day. <laughs> right That's true So they had to go uh, maybe, watch them Maybe no gladiator fights For that one day For some reason This I, I don't know It's all It was all kind of convoluted to me About like What was happening But long story short He ends up be, like, Just killing everybody well, this, is, this is all kind of An extended introduction Right Like he's All through this part Of the movie uh, We haven't even heard him talk Until like 20 minutes Into the movie So he's doing the gladiator fights. Turns out he's really good at them. He's killing all his opponents. I think he's fighting Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in that one scene, isn't he? Which I thought was pretty fun. Um, Oh, when he was like in the pit? Yeah. uh, It's like the first fight that he has. And he's like ramming his head into the wall and shit. I don't know. I thought that stuff was fun. I mean, the the way that I look at the movie is kind of like it's it's like a big odyssey. Like it's an adventure and you're going from place to place, moment to moment. It's not, it doesn't necessarily all kind of hang together in like a real easy flow. But like for me, I kind of think it's fun because you're watching just like these different parts that they're, they're moving through. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we don't get the line until... Uh, you know, the slave owner is asking his friends, like, what is the, like, what's the best philosophy in life or whatever, that kind of thing. Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Always cracked me up for some reason. Is that a famous line of his? Yeah, that's like, like a, a, that's, I think that's the one thing I knew about this movie before was that line. James obviously yeah. hadn't heard it. No, I I don't know anything. So, but yeah, so you get some like it's just it's a montage montage fights. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're not like you don't. I mean, the first fight it kind of shows the whole thing, but then after that, it's just sort of like and you know Conan was killing them all. <laughs> yeah, I guess for me, like uh, I shouldn't have watched all these kung fu movies leading up to this. Yeah, I mean, it's because, a very different sort of thing from that. Well, it's not really fighting as it is like a little bit of pushing and some sword play. And then it's yeah. very, um, uh, what's the word? Barbaric? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like, I think the fighting is, it's not um, very nuanced or technical. It's very much like smash your fucking opponent, beat him down, you know, slaughter yeah. him if you have some sort of blade. And I kind of appreciate it in a sense of like, you know, it's just like a savage sort of depiction of, the physical violence of this place in time. Right. It's not fun, you know, like, let's see how many fucking moves we can do and block and, like, shoot in a really exhilarating way, right? Like, it's... Yeah, I guess I uh, I didn't know what to expect, and I don't think this movie's ever been on, like, my must-watch list. It's just... I think this type of movie style is just not my thing. Yeah, this is a, a lot more of, like, brute force. Like these are yeah. this is a brute force movie where you're just watching a very powerful person fight other very powerful people, and it's more bludgeoning and beatings than it is like any type of elegance, right? Mm. I mean, like usually what you'll have then in, in movies like this is you'll have him go up against a guy who's a really good swordsman or who is something else, right? And then he beats them with you know pure force and will. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. It's a totally different style than what you have been watching with your you know your 
kung fu movies and your Hong Kong films and stuff like that. But I mean, I think there's definitely room for movies like this, and they should. They're, they're they can be fun and great. And I think that that part of the reason that this movie just didn't resonate with me is because I feel like it is such a it is such a like representation of its time when it was made. Um, mm. And that is just it. You know, they it's it's not that I, interesting. I, 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 Sorry. How so? Like, what do you mean well, you I, I think that the what if I'm talking about, like, I'm totally talking shit here. So, if somebody says that I'm totally wrong, then that's fine. I'll take it. This is just what I feel. Uh, it feels like they didn't put a lot of work into like the craft. You're of totally make- wrong. No, sorry. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't put a lot of work into making like on the craft of like actually making the film, as in like. If you're going to have all this brutal, like brute violence, like brute strength, right? They could have done way more with like showing, I don't know, not just the scenery, but like better visuals of like making it more of an epic. Of the violence itself? Of the violence, but also of everything else to like make you. Oh, really? I think there's some pretty great visuals in the movie. I I think so. Sets and. I'm not saying it's bad. So, like, I'm, I'm not trying to come across that it's bad. I just think that. It's just a little bit boring. It's a little dated, and I don't think that's essentially a bad thing. Like I, I don't like using the word dated as a as like a negative. But for what James is talking about, it feels like a movie like this. They wouldn't make a movie exactly like this again. No, but I, I, but that's kind of what's. I mean, for me anyway, that's kind of what's fun about it. Like, I mean, they did remake Conan the Barbarian with, uh, I think, Momoa? With, um, Momoa a while back. I didn't watch that version, but I can't imagine it would be similar. Turns out you so, don't love Conan as much as you said you did. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I'm not like a Conan fanboy. Like, I've always, I've enjoyed the comics since I was a kid, and I read them periodically. I never, ha- I've never read the Robert E. Howard like stories that all this is based on. So I'm not like a hardcore Conan guy and I'm not like an authority or anything, but I do enjoy this world, this setting, these, the costumes, like I said, the sets, this, the scope kind of, of what they're going for. But yeah, like while I was watching it, I was like, Oh, like these guys are not going to be into this. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I knew James for sure was not going to be into it because it's just not a pace that, you know, vibes with you. <laughs> like, it's just yeah, not. I mean, there there were aspects that I really liked and I wish they kind of leaned into more. Like all the stuff with the snakes and how he like morphs into a snake and, you know, that giant yeah. snake. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that stuff's fights. awesome. I mean, like, so he once he meets up with his companions, oh yeah, Sabotai and Valeria, uh, I think there's a lot of fun sort of stuff with the three of them and just like how they back each other up. And the, yeah, but like you're saying, like when they go into that snake temple, like all that shit looks really cool to me. The sets they built yeah. for that and stuff. Oh yeah, all the um, set stuff I, I, I thought was really cool. Like set, that was the name of the snake god, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I thought all that stuff was really cool, and I love, um, like, I love the gang, like the of thieves and stuff like that. What it really made me want to do is it made me want to read the comics, like yeah. that's what it made me want to do more than anything. Which I mean, I mean, obviously, I don't know how to say that. I, I just don't want to come across that I hated this movie because I did not. I actually mm-hmm. enjoyed it. I just thought it was. A, I'm just giving a hard time because it was just. It was pretty long. <laughs> it is a long movie. Uh, no doubt about that. I mean, for me, like I said, like, I think part of that is when you're making an epic, it's hard to make it fucking short. It, it won't feel epic unless it, it has a certain length. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that it should be boring for that two hours. And if you were bored during that, then obviously it didn't work I, for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to have to disagree with you. So it's not epic because it's long. No, no, no. I'm just it, I'm not it's saying either... it's epic because it's long. I'm saying you can't be epic without it being long. Not really. You won't get that uh, feeling. I mean, if you made an epic hour and a half movie, then it's epic. Oh, well, then we might be defining epic differently. Because to me, when you say epic, it's like a saga that's a sprawling, vast thing. So, yeah, but why can't you have a saga over multiple movies? Why does it have to be yeah, you all could, in you one? Could. That'd be a different way to go about it. Uh, I mean, and they did make two movies. The other thing is, at the time that this movie was made, movies were typically two hours long. Right. That wasn't a, a strange thing. It's not until we get to the sweet 90s where everything's an hour and a half. <laughs> well, people's, you know, people's attention spans get shorter and shorter. Hey, that's there. where I live. <laughs> I live in the 90s. Another aspect of the movie I liked was uh, when he meets up with the first guy. What's his name? Subotai. Yeah, when he meets up with him. And they're kind of going like town to town like a bunch of schoolboys getting yeah, into trouble yeah yeah I like just that hanging stuff. out 
<laughs> and and he's like eating all these weird things, and then he like punches the camel. Yeah, so they get the high. They get high on some like somebody calls it like Stygian leaf or something like that. So they're yeah. like fucking baked, and then stumbling around this village, and then he bumps into the camel and like knocks it out. I thought that was great. Yeah. I think he kills. The, I mean, he kills the camel, or at least knocks it. Or maybe I, he I think it. he. I think the point is that he's supposed to have one punch the camel. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. Yeah, I, I like it. I think all that stuff's really good. I mean. And I, yeah, I do like that one. Once he, he, he finds that guy chained up outside that witch's hut and he fucks that witch and then she's like, tries to kill him. <laughs> that <laughs> whole thing is mid, fucking mid coitus <laughs> and he throws her in a bonfire. I mean, oh, I don't man. know. I mean, see, that's the thing for me to meet, like jumping from each scene to scene. I enjoy almost every scene in the movie, so I'm not saying they necessarily all need to be there, but like I had fun with most of the well, the okay, yeah, I agree with you. These scenes are fun, but it's all the shit in between. It's like five. It's like five minutes to get five to ten minutes to get to the next scene. Like it's a lot of like him walking or like. Yeah, and I think, I you know, know, the director wants to give the impression that Conan is traveling a great distance through these weird lands right um Mm -hmm. you know there's obviously there's different ways you can convey that filmically and maybe this isn't you know always the best ways because you could feel like it's dragging at times yeah Um, now what is their name valhira valeria valeria yeah sandal bergman she says a line when they are on like on top of that tower where she says, like, what, do you want to live forever? Yeah, she says it a few times throughout the movie. And it's like, man, I've heard that line so many times. And, like, this is the 80s, the beginning of the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. And it's the same with Thalsa uh, Doom. Mm-hmm. He says, like, basically, I am your father <laughs> at the end. <laughs> well, he's he's, <laughs> Darth, he's Darth Vader, so he can't help himself. <laughs> I know, but it's like, come on. <laughs> Well, I, I don't think he's saying he's literally his father, but... No, I know, but it's, like, thought about when I heard that. It's just like, okay, Star Wars, like, really? What's going on I didn't, here? I didn't even think of that as a Star Wars thing. I was thinking of it as, like, psychologically, he's trying to get inside of Conan's head and make him another worshiper, right? Another adherent, mm-hmm. adherent yeah. to his weird snake cult. Oh, yeah, there's a really funny line where, you know, they're going around from village to village trying to... Conan wants to find the snake cult that murdered his parents in his village. And so he's, yeah. he's talking... He's describing the sigil that was on their their standards everywhere they go to see if he runs into anyone who knows where these guys are. And the one guy is like, Oh, when they get to the place where those big snake towers and he's like, Oh yeah, there's, they're taking over everywhere. There's these, these towers are in every town now. And he's like, used to be just another snake cult, <laughs> but now, yeah, <laughs> I was like, well, how many of these fucking snake cults are running? That was around? really, I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I was like, oh, just another one of these dime a dozen fucking snake cults out here. Uh, but I think James Earl Jones is pretty awesome. Like, he doesn't get enough. I think they needed more of him, actually. But, yeah. like, the scene where, you know, Conan is brought before him, like, he's been captured, and he's, like, telling him the riddle of the steel, which is actually that, like, human flesh is more powerful. And by which he means, like, these people will all worship him, so they'll do whatever he tells them to do. And he demonstrates by having that woman. Like, just that cult member just jump off of the fucking thing from yeah, above and stuff? Yeah, the flesh is stronger than steel. I thought all that stuff was really cool. And, of course, he, he delivers really well in the scene. I just thought there should have been a few more moments with him like that that really conveyed his sort of aura that he had. It would have made him just a bit more potent as a villain, I think. Yeah, I kind of wanted him to fight as a snake, though. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like him in snake form, or I don't know, he can control the snakes, and the snakes come out, and yeah, I mean, he, he does have that snake uh, arrow. Right, he picks up a snake, and then it turns into an arrow that he shoots at people and stuff, which is cool. I would have been, it would have been cool to see a battle between him and Conan, where he he was in snake uh, snake mode. Because at the end, he just like beheads him, doesn't he? Yeah, after he uh, he's he kills his two, he has like his two big kind of bodyguard guys yeah which one guy has like the dumbest weapon he's got like a giant hammer <laughs> hey that you, you could really smash someone with that <laughs> i guess that's it uh, just seems like y- you need so much wind up it's that though. it's that guy sven ole thorson that's in like a whole shitload of arnold movies he's a buddy of arnold's 
He's like another bodybuilder guy. Uh, and in fact, he was in Abraxas as well. He was the bad guy in Abraxas. Um, he, oh, he was the bad guy in Abraxas? Yeah. Isn't he also in uh, Mallrats? No. Yeah, isn't he? Is he? I think he Who's might he in be. Mallrats? Uh, the, 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 the security the guard, guy. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's no, the security guard in Mallrats. Is he really? He is. Um, but he's been in a shitload of movies, always as muscle, uh, for obvious reasons. But yeah, this was his first, so Schwarzenegger got him this part uh, on this movie. And I had, uh, one, that, one thing I got to say is, like, this is Schwarzenegger very early in his career, so he's not as, I don't know, as charismatic as he becomes over the course of doing a bunch of movies, you know? Right. But he is pretty much the perfect person to play this fucking role. I mean, just just but going just even by his look alone, like he embodies the fucking character and what the character should be. And even like we get just physical moments where he's like practicing with his sword and stuff. And it just I don't know, that stuff feels cool and epic to me. Like he really represents exactly what he's supposed to. It is weird to see him with long hair, though. (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit different. It's definitely different, but but yeah, I mean, he totally looks the part. Another aspect is I really love the fucking score in this movie. I think the fucking score is epic as hell. added it on itunes afterwards i'm like i got i'm gonna listen to that shit (laughs) like yeah so here's the thing about that a lot of people talk about scores and stuff like that i don't know if it's i just don't notice it most of the time but like yeah i don't think i notice i I notice like i'm a dummy i guess i think that the most i'll ever be is like oh yeah this is a good score oh yeah (laughs) but i'm never like oh man i need to listen to this in my free time like I, just, I, I rarely listen to scores in my free time. There are like I, there's certain horror movies scores I listen to. I, I stuff, listen to John Carpenter probably the most. Yeah. Um, and what's the other band? Goblin? Goblin. Sorry, but yeah, but I don't. I, I I'll notice the score, but I, I I'm never like I need to I need to drive to work tomorrow and listen to this. <laughs> yeah, I mean that doesn't happen to me often. I mean I I I do take note of the scores, especially if they stand out and sort of like really help to prop up what the movie is and i felt like that was the case with this one like it really gives it a i don't know that strong epic uh grand sort of tone that you need in a movie like this um so i don't know there's just moments where it really builds and just i don't know gave me gave me the goose flesh and so i was like yeah i gotta listen who to says this, goose uh, flesh Goose flesh. The fuck are you talking about? Goose that, flesh. Is that a thing? Is That's an American thing, I think. Oh, wow. Well. Oh. I've, I've never heard of. It's goosebumps. Yeah, goosebumps. Goose flesh. R.L. Stein wrote an entire series of books about it. <laughs> they weren't called Goose Flesh. Uh, I'll tell you my this. Series that I'm starting is called Goose Flesh. I'll tell you this. If <laughs> if he wrote a series of books called Goose Flesh, they never would have gotten a TV no, series on would, YTV. Never would have been a big deal. Uh, hi, my name's R.L. Stein. I'd like to present you with my new series, series of children's flesh. young adult novels, Goose Flesh. Get the fuck out, R.L. <laughs> <laughs> they put them on a list. Uh, yeah, no, that's probably true. <laughs> well, Justin, do you have a favorite scene? Actually, maybe I should go with James. James, do you have a favorite scene? Uh, well, my favorite... Well, I have a couple favorite scenes, but they're all like smaller scenes. The one is the them going through the one town. You know, Arnold get getting high and then punching out the camel that's one um just because it's like a weird scene in this movie and uh the other one would be the giant snake even you get like i think it's like i don't know maybe three quarters through the movie where um that guy turns into a snake but his like face kind of pushes out yeah yeah i was i was hoping there was more like that's that was my thing it's like I wanted more of that, but then it, it's just like his face is pushing out, and then next shot is he's going into this he's, hole. Well, the next shot is he's there as a snake, but then yeah, then he like slinks away into the yeah. hole once they attack the temple or whatever. That's when the orgy is going on, right? Right. Yeah, where these guys are wearing masks, and I don't know. It's a bunch of fucking going on. <laughs> it's fucking weird, man. I mean, that's kind of uh, the fun of the movie to me, though, is, is like all these weird scenes with like weird sets, yeah. weird costumes, weird going but it's, on. It's not weird enough like Masters of the Universe is fucking weird. 
<laughs> well, that's a straight rip off of this. <laughs> right. But I did find it kind of funny that they got like camo on to get into the Yeah, they like painted temple. themselves and stuff. Yeah. And it, and it's just like why? Like what are they hoping what are they hoping to blend into? They're hoping to look f- to strike fear in their uh, opponents' hearts. They look Oh, fearsome. is that is that what it's supposed to be? I don't know. I, I mean, they looked badass. I'll say that. I don't know if it would have really helped with your fighting or not, but yeah. Okay. I mean, what were, um, they, what were they camouflaging themselves from? I'm not sure, but the white drapes <laughs> yeah. that they lit on fire. Uh, yeah. So I'd say I don't know all these smaller kinds of scenes. Hey, I really eat. like. Uh, I really like. Well, before I get to like some key scenes, I really just like all the stuff with. Schwarzenegger whenever he talks about his god Krom throughout the movie that he worships and just like he asks his buddy like oh well what do you worship what what gods do you worship and he's like oh I worship the four winds you know blah 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 and he's like ha Krom laughs at your four winds oh that was funny that was funny (laughs) there's just like little stuff like that about but then the other guy burns him because he's like Krom is the most powerful and then he says like something along the lines of but no my god is the sky like right. your your god lives underneath my god, yeah. And that so gives I, I, that gives Schwarzenegger that gives Conan some Conan pause. Conan some pause Conan. to to think. Yeah, I think it, uh, that stuff's funny because like it, they you know it it's not a question of like they aren't not going to be friends just because they worship different gods and, st- and stuff like that. But he's just interested, like oh well, what kind of like weird gods are you into from where you come from? Like, well, you know what I think. I think that you know this movie might have taken place and. A time long ago on a faraway world, possibly. A hyperborean age. I feel like they uh, they could teach us a little thing or two about friendship and <laughs> exactly coming together. <laughs> you know, we all exactly. don't have to, we all don't have to worship the same god. Some of us can worship one god that tells you to hate people, or you can worship <laughs> yeah. another god that tells you to hate people. You can still be buddies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I like. And then the, you uh, can go behead somebody. But I mean, his relationship to Krom is so funny because he believes in Krom undoubtedly. He even thinks that it's Krom when he falls into that underground tomb and finds right. that sword in that dead like king's hands or whatever. Later, at the end of the movie, when they're going to do the ambush, the sort of like seven samurai style ambush that happens at the end of the movie. He's like praying to Krom and he's like, he's like, I've never asked you for anything, but if you can grant me one thing, like grant me my revenge. And if you don't listen, then to hell with you. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. That's like, I love that. I think there's some really fun lines in this movie um, that make it. Memorable. I do find it funny that the end scene where they're in the like, I guess like the stone, the old like Stonehenge style, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. I saw all those horses flipping over and I just thought like, okay, how many horses died a lot, during probably. filming of this? Probably a lot. Like this is of the time where I guess they just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And I mean, I think, Which, I, think it, I heard, and I'm not sure, I, I don't know if this is actually true or not, but I think I read that, that Schwarzenegger actually did punch that camel in that scene. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So I'm not. I don't take that as gospel truth, but well, you know what? The '80s is a different time. <laughs> the '80s, the '80s <laughs> representing the barbaric time. This is well. This is a- it's not like Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, that they did a whole bunch of animal abuse. Oh really? Well, it's not. Oh, yeah. I think this movie comes fresh off the heels of uh, Disney going out there to the forest and throwing all those lemon lemmings off the cliff. <laughs> Wait, what was that for? Have you ever seen these? Okay, you know the whole idea of like lemmings running off a cliff? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Did you ever, when you were a kid, did you ever see like on Sunday right. Night Disney? It was like the wide world of Disney or whatever. Yeah. And they literally just would like kill animals on that show. Uh, Milo and Otis, they killed like a whole bunch of cats and dogs by throwing them in the water. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Uh, well, you know, it was a <laughs> different time. Yeah, it was a, not that was, long ago. It's a barbaric uh, period. Yeah. yeah, the seven, yeah. the late seventies and early eighties. <laughs> I mean, a Milo and Otis. When did that come out? That might have been late eighties, for God's sakes. Uh, but yeah, favorite scene definitely. I think when he fights the giant snake, stabs it through the head, and then yeah. then his buddy puts arrows into it and stuff. And th- I mean, that whole scene in that snake temple, I think, is pretty awesome. I like Thalsa Doom's castle on the mountain. That's pretty cool. I mean, clearly He Man lifted a lot of shit from this oh, yeah. Conan stuff, like Skeletor. Uh, I guess in the in the stories, Thalsa Doom actually has a skull face as well. 
So, I mean, they didn't do that, obviously, in the movie. But um, Oh, guys, this is dark. If you look up Milo and Oda's deaths, the first <laughs> thing that pops up says, according to a 1990 Australian newspaper report, more than 20 kittens were killed during its production, and one cat's paw was intentionally broken to make it look unsteady when walking. Oh, my God. This movie came Jesus. out in 1986. Fuck me. That's, that is depressing. Thanks, thanks for taking us down that, <laughs> that path. That shit's dark, man. Anyway. On the plus side, Conan the Barbarian. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I like the Valeria character, too. I like, you know, like she's like a powerful warrior. There's not there's not like a sort of, doesn't seem like there's a, like a discrepancy of like, sure, Conan, sure, Conan partook of some rape earlier in the film, but. <laughs> sure. But oh, I, you're going to overlook that. <laughs> you fucking guy. <laughs> No, I mean obviously it's that stuff's pretty brutal. On the same time, you you are trying to depict these like savage fucking people. That You're just, just like ah, you know what? Different time. Like obviously he's not gonna rape this one. He likes her. He's learned. <laughs> he likes this lady. Yeah. <laughs> She's his equal. He's educated. <laughs> She's educated. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. So for me overall, I actually really like this movie. I think it's really fun i get how somebody would be bored i get how that it would feel long to a lot of people but i actually like almost all the parts of it um and they add up to something more than you know um john do you have favorite scene uh i like the scene where they break into the temple uh yeah right i thought that was cool i like cults and stuff like that i think i think that stuff's always cool in movies and Whatever. Yeah, that one woman like jumps down to sacrifice herself. Yeah, the snake, and then the she's, snake is dead already. She's like so upset because the snake is dead. Yeah, I liked all that stuff. I didn't quite understand what was happening in the scene at times because like, why is this chick? I thought she was gonna go look for other stuff, and then she just pretended to be a cult member. I thought she was gonna go like look yeah. for like other jewels, look for loot or something. Oh yeah, because yeah, they do steal that gem, the snake gem thing, and then she, yeah. you know, he Conan gives it to her and she wears it for the rest of the movie. Oh uh, yeah, I, she gets killed. I also like. I think the relationship between the three is like my favorite. Yeah, I, I just really, it's really fun, and I do like the world building. Um, I like it was nice to watch, kind of like a epic, um, looks more like a sprawling fantasy movie type thing just to, as a as I don't know, something different yeah we haven't really done much like this on the show like masters of the universe is the closest thing and that's not really all that similar no so I that mean, was i thought that was really cool and it was fun to watch but i mean what else is similar to this other than oh, the I second mean, you one a, you got a whole subgenre of this kind of stuff there's the beast master movies there's dragon slayer death stalker i mean the barbarians the, i mean the red sonya is like the, the spin-off uh, that i think arnie shows up in that one as well but that one's more about the female barbarian character um oh, okay so i mean there's a there's a whole especially in the 80s there was a bunch of these that came out 70s and 80s so and there's an italian the italians made a whole bunch of these kind of movies as well it definitely died out for a long period of time. And then, you know, by the time Lord of the Rings came out, like there hadn't been really a successful fantasy movie in a long ass time. So, Mm -hmm. but this is, that's the other thing I like about the Conan story is like, yeah, he's a more savage character, but it's a very different feel from something like Lord of the Rings. He's not a chosen one. He's not the son of a king. He's not a part of a bloodline. He's just this fucking guy that goes out and like makes things happen for himself through his own will. You know, like he's just—he's well, just a genetic freak. I he's mean, just a genetic freak who eats grain and somehow is uh, extremely muscular. I guess it boils down to um, the strongest survive, and. Yeah, that's definitely he, the kind of world that I he's mean, in, right? I mean, he's basically he's basically bred like a thoroughbred the whole time when he's uh, you know being trained for gladiator. Is that a, is that a horse analogy? That, yeah. Am I getting you excited? <laughs> <Yeah>. or? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's the idea you're supposed to get from it, right? That's so. <laughs> All right, well, let's just rate the movie then. James, you go first. All right, so my personal reaction is a five, overall 4.6. All right, Dustin, what did you give it? Uh, my reaction's an eight, and my overall score is a seven. Well, my reaction's a seven, and my overall is a six. 
right. So that puts it, so, I believe, in a tie. So 5.9. That's a three-way tie with, uh, at 81, The Last Boy Scout and Showdown in Little Tokyo. Well, I can see how this is going to go. But James, tell me what you uh, where you got this. Yeah, this is really tough for me. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to put it behind Showdown in Little Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Dustin. No, no, I'm not. It's, it's not sorry, like... sorry, Wes. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Wes. Maybe pick yeah, maybe a be better movie. To Wes. <laughs> sorry, Wes. I'm going uh, okay, well, to go ahead and I'm going to say, even though I like The Last Boy Scout more, I'm going to say that this probably goes ahead of it. Wow. Interesting. Oh, man. What? <laughs> Well, let's split the difference and uh, put it in the middle because, I mean, well, I think... it's going to end up in the middle no matter what you say. Yeah, true, true. So where would but you put I, it? I think I probably would put it in the middle because I get how, I get how it can be a drag for, for an audience. I think Shutdown Little Tokyo is really fun. Like, if you if you were just like, which which one do you feel like watching at any given moment? It's more likely I'd probably want to watch Showdown Little Tokyo. It's more fast Hands down. Oh, hands down. Fun. I'd rather watch those other movies. But... I, I th- yeah, I don't. That's not always like the only factor, right? So, I think I do think this movie's fun. I've watched it a handful of times. When it's on cable, I always stop and watch a couple scenes of it because I don't know. It's just it's just fun, and you never know. Like depending on which part you're at, there's some weird shit happening. We didn't even talk about the tree of woe when he's getting eaten by vultures and he like tears the vultures' throat out with his teeth <laughs> or whatever. Right. Um, so I don't know. I think there's lots of fun parts. I think most of the scenes are fun to me. So, but I'll I'll put it in the middle, I guess. Okay, cool. Well, we have a new number eighty-two. Speaking of Last Boy Scout, we do have to redo that at some point. We should. Before uh, I get to our closing, I just want to say uh, five movies I gave a higher score to than uh, Conan the Barbarian, Lockout, Tammy and the T-Rex, VFW, <laughs> Face Off, and Trapped in Paradise. So. Some of those even deserve it. Just telling you, once again, how much of a joke this list is. I also have this movie tied with uh, TMNT, The Rock, Hard Target, Demolition Men, Equilibrium, Dog Soldiers, The Purge Anarchy, Live Free or Die Hard, and Rare Exports. I know, but it's based on uh, you know plot, action, oh, I, I know. I'm, I'm not... I'm fine with my pick. Well, is the, is the system perfect? I feel like you seem to have a problem yes. <laughs> uh, every week to be like, hey, guys, just so you know, like, it, it doesn't mean anything. I'm just kidding. I'm not just kidding. Um, I, I like it. I just don't want us to, be, ever, or us to ever take it too seriously. Well, no. I mean, I you can run, just that, pick, go in the middle of the list and you run through all the movies. Face Off. Okay. Like, I don't think Face Off is, you know, John Woo's best movie. For sure, mm. but but does it deserve to be behind Broken Arrow, um, Showdown in Little Tokyo, D- and Conan the Barbarian? I guess that's Dustin. What? Why is that me? I don't know. I just blame you. <laughs> me and James both like didn't care for it much last time we watched it. I don't know. It's it's obviously it's very arbitrary. I mean, yes, Face Off probably deserves to be ahead of all those. Wait movies. until Face Off sequel comes out and we revisit Face Off. <laughs> the reboot. It's not a reboot. Face off. It's not. It's not a reboot. It is a direct sequel. It's not a, it's not a tumor. It's a direct sequel I, to the movie. It takes place right after the finale, like the end of the first movie. I, I think we should do a book club episode where we all read the novel. <laughs> oh yeah. I have gotta, the novel somewhere. You think you still got it? <laughs> no, I, I don't. Gotta have gotta, it. I, I, I bet you I can find it though. Yeah. I don't want to pay twelve dollars to get it, James. You're not going to read it anyway. <laughs> That's true. If I can get it on tape. It's an audiobook version. Yeah. If Keanu's reading it. <laughs> Keanu's reading. And now Keanu Reeves uh, reads Face Off. <laughs> yeah. I could do that. That'd be something. Uh, okay, cool. Um, all right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please check us out. Uh, Patreon.com backslash action underscore action for uh, early access and bunch of other cool things like your ability to pick the movie um check out our instagram for all the upcoming stuff that we're doing and uh some awesome some awesome uh trivia and fight nights on friday and we'll see you next week
las calles. <risa>